Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is February 6th. 2023 and as always it is brought to you by the perry and lawyers nobody wakes up thinking man i hope i hire a lawyer today but hey life happens don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards we have a top-notch law firm right here in west georgia the perry and lawyers with offices in Carrollton and bremen personal injury workman's comp and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, on this Monday, we have a couple of national days. The first one is National Frozen Yogurt Day. I've, I've honestly never had frozen yogurt really really it's not something that i like go out and go "Hmm, this is something i really want like if i'm gonna go out and get something frozen it's gonna be ice cream so i've never really had frozen yogurt so that was our little treat when i was a little kid my grandmother used to take me to a place called tcby uh down in albany yeah Yeah, and that was our we'd, we'd go to the albany zoo which had three animals uh and and we'd see all three of those animals and then afterwards, we either go to Putt-Putt and then TCBY or just straight to TCBY. Uh, that was sort of our, our like weekend treat when I was when I was living down there in Albany. Uh, I loved it, man. I thought it was I thought it was best. One of the funniest stories was uh, my sister one time got some uh, got some blue like blue dye frozen yogurt ice cream. Uh, yeah. And I guess your body doesn't break down the blue dye. Um, it sort of stays with you the whole digestion period. Uh, and she freaked out when she saw the blue dye a second time later in that day from the, <laughs> from the TCBY frozen yogurt. So uh, that's, a, that's a pretty – I don't think it's there anymore. I think they tore it down. But, yeah, we, we used to eat frozen yogurt all the time as a little kid. That's um, awesome. I used to love it. Yeah. And Billy, today is also National Oatmeal Day. Are you an oatmeal fan? I'll – you know what? I'll eat some oatmeal. I'll see. And this is the weird thing. I'll eat oatmeal, but I won't eat grits. All right. Well, once again, proving that you are no longer on this podcast. I mean, uh, grits are far <laughs> superior for, to oatmeal. Um, I, I enjoy oatmeal. My kids love oatmeal. That's their breakfast. A lot of mornings is that instant oatmeal stuff. Yep. Uh, pour a couple packets in, throw some milk in there, nuke it for a couple minutes and, and boom, uh, poof, David Copperfield. We're ready to go in the morning. So I, I like oatmeal. I like making oatmeal bread. I actually just made an oatmeal bread uh, Saturday morning. Uh, made a whole loaf of it. It's a maple syrup and sugar oatmeal bread type thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't mind oatmeal. I like grits more, but I don't mind oatmeal. And, Billy, neither one of those things can be eaten with this next National Day. National Chopstick Day. You can't eat frozen yogurt or oatmeal with National Chopsticks. No, you can't. Kind of odd. Um, I try to use chopsticks when I, when I eat... Uh, sushi, I, I do an okay job. I would do an okay job. Anything other than sushi, though, it, it, I'm not really good at. Maybe something chunky. Uh, but frozen yogurt and oatmeal definitely cannot be eaten with chopsticks. Billy, over the weekend, the Hawks went 1-1, one and one, getting a win Friday night against the Jazz, 115-108, to 108, uh, 108, and then falling to the Nuggets, uh, the Hawks scoring 108 this night, and the Nuggets scoring 128 
against the Nuggets, though, no Trey, and and you know, we we've kind of seen what this team is without Trey. It's sort of a, a shell, a shadow of itself. So no surprise there, honestly. Did you know the Hawks on the road have a top ten record in the entire NBA? Doesn't surprise me. Uh, they've played really well. I, I was able to watch both games this weekend. Uh, Trey looked fantastic uh, on Saturday, on Friday nights. The, the entire team looked fantastic, honestly. They went out and completely dominated the Jazz, which was only a uh, point. They were a point and a half dog, and they yeah. they were they looked fantastic. Uh, the defense looked really good. Uh, minus the final, I think they were actually up like twenty two at one point, um, and let the Jazz kind of come back, come back, come back. But they held them off there at the end. They looked really strong. Uh, Hunter had a good night. DeAndre Hunter was freaking great. 26 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. He looked like he couldn't miss. And he did the same thing on Saturday. Or, uh, yeah, on Saturday, too. He, he looks really locked in right now, which is awesome to see. Um, but Trey had 27 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds on, on Friday night. Great. I mean, yeah, I didn't get to see either one of these games live. Um, I rewatched a little bit and watched a little bit of the highlights. Uh, but yeah, I mean, dude, Hunter, Hunter, if he can add that offense into his already stellar defensive game, and we can have Dejounte and Hunter playing that sort of wing lockdown defense, uh, I, you know, I, I feel I feel very good about this team going forward when healthy. Um, Dejounte Murray. The offense wasn't there against the Jazz, but it didn't really need to be because of Hunter and Trey Young's kind of onslaught. Uh, Murray's right. offense was there Saturday. Unfortunately, you know, outside of Hunter, he didn't really have a running mate offensively. Uh, Hawks fall to the Nuggets 128 to 108. And this is a game that I, I'm not going to be very upset that they lost. Uh, we didn't have Trey, and even with Trey, it was going to be a hard game. Denver might be the best team in the NBA and they're 25 and four at home. They've only lost four home games this year. So even with Trey, this was going to be an uphill battle. Uh, Jokic is probably the MVP. I would say this year, uh, he, he only had 14 points, but he had 10 assists and 18 rebounds. I mean, Jamal Murray had 41 points, uh, just went off, you know, Murray looked fine. 28, 10 and four defense was okay. Uh, Hunter had 20 and four. No trade that night. The three ball was really the main issue for the Hawks that night. We went six for 20, which is a 30% clip, and that's not going to win any games in the NBA, especially against the NBA's probably best team. 104 offensive rating. Uh, and you know you know, if you listen to this podcast, a 104 offensive rating is, is quite far from average for the Hawks. And statistically, statistically this season, when Trey is on the court, the Hawks are a plus 10, which is a top eight plus minus uh, points differential for one player. Uh, Jokic actually is the most. Jokic is a 23.8 uh, plus plus when he is on the court for the Nuggets, and he played uh, close to 40 minutes, I think, in this game. So uh, no trade. You kind of expected this to happen. Uh, we only have one game in between now and the Thursday tread, trade deadline, and there's been some rumors that we are going to try to get uh, uh, Thibel from the 76ers. Uh, he's awful, awful offensively. Might be one of the worst offensive players in the entire NBA, but he is fan fantastic 
defensively. So it'll be interesting to see what the Hawks do before the trade deadline. One trade that did happen that we'll get to in another cup of coffee. Uh, some dominoes fell, but yeah, one game between now and the trade deadline, and we'll see. We'll see this weekend once we get to the All Star break what the roster looks like if there's any moves at all. Yeah, you talk about Saturday night and talk about how, how Jamal Murray could not freaking miss. No, it seemed like every single time he came down the court, he was hitting a three. Didn't matter, and the bad thing is, it didn't matter how good the defense was because. I swear to you, the Hawks were playing him pretty strong. And hand in the face, hand in in front of him, it didn't matter. He was nailing everything. And it you you just kind of knew as soon as you you see the first couple go in after, you know, really good defense, and you're like, okay, maybe it's not our night. And then you see the next few go in, and you're like, okay, it's definitely not our night. (laughs) <laughs> he like he went seven for 12 from three and and overall the nuggets hit nine more threes than the hawks I and mean, that's the story of the game the nuggets hit 15 threes we hit six i mean that's it that's the story yeah. right there yep billy last night the nfc defeated the afc 35 to 33 in three flag football competitions and it uh, gave the nfc the overall victory in the Pro Bowl uh, format that they have this year. Uh, the AF, the AFC had the edge in the skills events, winning five of the eight events spread out through over two days, including the kick-tack-toe, which was awesome, and move the chains yeah, event that happened on Sunday. But the NFC's ability to win two of the three flag football games put it over the top. Were you a fan of this new revamped format for the Pro Bowl over the two days, the skills competition, and the flag football game? Yes, absolutely freaking lootly i was it was it was competitive the entire time they it looked like they were having fun all the people that were complaining on facebook and twitter about how this is embarrassing stop it was a lot of fun for me it was a lot it was a lot more fun for me to watch this than than it is the the pro bowl how it's been because honestly it felt like we needed to have flag football because of how the lack of tackling happened in the Pro Bowl and, and such like that. So there was no reason for for that. So this was fantastic. It was entertaining all throughout. Um, the kick-tack-toe was really, really good. Dude, it was great. It was fantastic. It uh, might be the best competition of the weekend. Dodgeball was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think all of... Which one was- the, the jugs thing that was fun. Uh, the yeah. precision passing was fun. Um, the best catch, all the props they used, and the best catch that was that was really neat. I, I think this uh, the longest drive that was that was cool to see some good golfers up there, some bad golfers. I think this lends itself and opens up itself uh, to uh, to a much I don't know a much broader you know possibility of, of games that they can play you know i, th- I think next year they're gonna have a, a couple more couple more games maybe some different games bring in some other goofy stuff i don't know i think it's fun man i think the pro bowl has lost its luster um because nobody wants to go full out in a game that doesn't matter like uh, it just it just doesn't matter and there's no reason to have them go full pads and quote unquote play real football when they're not going to um, I think the I think the flag football was fantastic. I think it's a great idea. I love the skills competition. I, it was a home run, man. I, I think the NFL knocked it out of the park. It was a home run. 
Uh, Tyler Huntley looked good, had 192 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Stephon Diggs had some great catches. Uh, he had almost 100 yards. Geno Smith, dude, he looked fantastic uh, for the NFC. 239 yards. I had fun. I had fun watching it, and I think most of the of the NFL audience had fun watching it as well. I agree. It was it was a lot of fun for me to watch, um, and just seeing the personalities too was yeah. What was what I think the NFL was trying to get out, and uh, honestly, I I think. The back and forth that happened between Eli and Peyton too was was really it was fantastic. It, it was fantastic. Yeah, they did they did such a great. And I, what the NFL wanted to do is they wanted people they wanted to get people to tune in next year. Yep, and, and they did it for me. I mean this this was the first Pro Bowl that I have watched. I, you know, I want to say I want to say probably fifteen years. It's fair. I know it's been since high school that I actually put it on my calendar that I wanted to watch the Pro Bowl. And I want to watch it again next year. I can't wait to see where the NFL goes with this and how much fun they have with it. Um, I think, you know, having Pat and having Kurt up there commentating, yeah. you, I was, you know what? I to get it out of my mouth about Pat. Pat commentating the, the uh, flag football side of things. I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. And you know, you know where everybody that listens to this podcast knows we're huge Pat McAfee fanboys. Like it, I, I we just love everything that guy does. And I think, I think him and Herbie up in the booth gave that sort of laid back, we're having fun type feel. You know what I mean? Like that, that just added to it. So I, a plus, a plus for the uh, for the NFL for the NFC versus AFC. And if anybody doesn't like it, don't watch it. Like you don't have to watch this. There's so many other things you can watch on TV. If you don't like something. Hey, guess what, folks? You have a remote. Change the channel. I'm sure there's a Harry Potter marathon somewhere else on TV on that. There you go. Yeah, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, something like that. You can, you know, you can watch that or or watch uh, watch highlight clips from the 70s when people used to hit each other and cause brain damage every other snap. There was a there was a line that Pat used that was really funny to me uh, during I think it was like either the first or the second um, like football game and. One of one of the players was cussing, and they the the audio kept cutting out, cutting out, cutting out, cutting out. <laughs> and Pat goes, I'd "Like to apologize because they're using language that's not appropriate for this here program." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Pat, you're using I, this on Monday morning. You're using this. I remember, I remember that part because we were watching it and Braxton and Grayson were like, Dad, why do you keep muting the TV? And I'm like, it's not me, boys. I was like, that's the broadcast. Like, the players are saying something they can't broadcast over the air. But, yeah, the two two thumbs up for the NFL. I think they did a great job this weekend with the with the Pro Bowl, with the flag football thing, everything. Absolutely. Uh, B- Billy, last night, late into the night, Martin Truex Jr. wins the Clash of the Coliseum. Uh, kicking oh, kicking off. Crash of the Coliseum. That's an aptly named title right there. <laughs> Uh, that is an aptly name. That's what they needed. That's what they needed to change it to. Crash at the Coliseum uh, to sort of to sort of kick off the NASCAR calendar. Billy, what did you think about the racing last night? I okay. Full disclosure: I watched a race for probably seventy five percent of the race. Oh my! God. What's the last time you watched seventy five percent of a race? Ever. Wow! <laughs> I'm impressed, man. 
I I finally turned it off. I I, I don't remember when it was, but like Priest, I think was either in second or third, um, and I was like, okay, I'm good. I saw him get to the top three. I was like, okay, because I was watching it for our buddy Matt because I I'm sitting there rooting for Priest for Matt's sake and was enjoying watching Priest get up closer and closer and closer, but you know, with the cautions, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> I mean, even our buddy Clay Harden, who is a NASCAR fan, was like, this is not ending before midnight. Yeah, it was It was a little tough with all the caution breaks and everything, and there's there's not anything NASCAR can do about that. I mean, it's, it's a short track racing, racing it's bumping, when a car spins around, you got to throw a caution in a, in a track that that's small. It is what it is. It did break up the monotony a little bit. Um, but yeah, Priest had a strong car, man. Was up in the lead for a while and competing for the lead. Uh, he had an electrical problem. The fuel pump, I believe, went out. And that dropped him back a little bit. And his car just seemed to go away from him the longer the race went on. And Martin Truex Jr., his car saying it sort of came alive in the last 30 laps. And I mean, he, he drove away from everybody. And we didn't see you know, leads over one second last night, hardly at all during the whole 125 laps. And somehow Martin Truex Jr. Just in the last 30 laps, his car just sort of kicked on. He found the groove and he, he opened up a big lead multiple times um, over Alex Bowman and, and, and Ryan priest and whoever else might be in second place. Uh, but yeah, priest had a strong car. And I think if it weren't for that electrical issues, he might've gotten a top five. I think he, I think he finished in seventh or eighth. Seven. Um, yeah. yeah, was the was the final finishing spot last night. So, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if people who aren't NASCAR fans enjoyed it. Um, sort of like the <laughs> NFL Pro Bowl. I enjoyed that, but I'm an NFL fan. I'm a football fan. Um, I enjoyed the clash, the, the crash of the Coliseum, as Billy has coined. Um, I love that. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the bumping and the grinding and the racing. And it was just nice. It was nice to have NASCAR back on my TV, honestly, after three months of no motorsports on my TV. We kick off NASCAR, F1, uh, IndyCar, SRX soon, and it, it's got me excited for spring and summer, man. I can't wait. Yeah, it was it was okay. It was entertaining, at least. Um, the, the amount of actual racing that was going on in the short track, I think that's what made it more entertaining for me was the fact that it was such a short track. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely a lot more bumping and grinding on those short tracks. And, yeah. and that's what, I mean, that's what people tune in for is, is to see maximum, you know, bumping and grinding. Well, and, and granted, I, I love bumping and grinding, but what who I, doesn't? The fact that it was just so short and a lap took, you know, less than like five seconds. <laughs> it seemed like, I mean, it's more well, than that, but it was. But you know what I mean? It, it was not long. and well, I don't know. Five seconds seems pretty long. <laughs> it was it was pretty quick. So um, I think that's a, you know, point of view type thing right there. Yeah. You know, I think it's personal preference. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I, I was entertained for a little bit. And Matt, well, I'm glad you said that because Matt, Matt Ridgway will be Matt, very happy that you said you were entertained because uh, don't get it twisted. NASCAR is an entertainment sport. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that Matt will not flip. <laughs> uh, and, and track talk will be back, I believe, next week is when we said we will we will do our first one, do a little uh, bush bush like crash at the Coliseum, 
uh, you know, kind of talk about it a little bit. And Matt's, you know, Matt's perspective. He was at the track, and then we'll we'll go over Daytona weekend. And and folks, track talk. If you're a track talk listener, this year is going to be a bit hectic. Um, Matt is part of the road crew now, so he will be on the road when we do a lot of these podcasts. So uh, we probably will not have a set date or a set day during the week that we release him, that we record him. We'll, we'll try to stick to a schedule, um, but you'll just have to bear with us. When Matt's home, Matt wants to spend maximum amount of time with his his family and his kids and everything because he will be on the road, I think, Thursday through Sunday. Um, so just bear with us. We'll get uh, we'll get something recorded, and we'll put it out there. But I'm excited about NASCAR starting up, man. Yeah. You ready for the Marine South scoreboard? Yeah, man. If you want to hit up uh, Friday, I'll do Saturday. There is a ton of stuff on the Marine South scoreboard today. A lot of stuff. Friday night. I a lot of green. In girls basketball. Central beat Cedartown 49-22. Carrollton beat Campbell 49-39. Lamar County beat Hurt County 55-51. That's a tough loss for the Hurt County Braves. Uh, uh, overtime, too. Jaden Boykin hit a step back three uh, that banked off the backboard to send him into overtime. And then with about a minute and a half left in overtime, Jaden Boykin uh, fouled out and, and Lamar County's full court press just it. it I, and, I'll, and I'll say this. Lamar County was undefeated in the region and her county made some very uncharacteristically stupid mistakes all throughout that game. Mistakes that a team as talented as Heard County honestly shouldn't make on the girls side. If they clean that up, they beat Lamar County in a regulation by probably double digits. Um, and, and, I, and I got faith that, that that region in the playoffs, dude, I mean, or excuse me, in the region tournament, Lamar County, Heard County, and Temple. And, and then Crawford County is going to be in there too, but they, they haven't won a game this year. But those three teams, Lamar County, Heard County, and Temple, are all going to face each other in the region tournament. That region tournament is going to be insanely amazing basketball. Insanely amazing basketball. Oh, can't wait for that to hip happen probably next week. Guess. Yeah, it starts. Um, I believe Shane told me it starts on Saturday and ends on Wednesday. I think is what he said, something like that. All right. Uh, Mount Zion beat Christian Heritage thirty-nine to thirty. Bremen beats Gordon Lee forty-six to thirty. Temple beats Crawford County fifty-nine to thirty-five. McKenna Nix twenty-seven points. Anna Howell twenty-one, and Carly Bagwell added eight. Billerica beats Creekside sixty-five to forty-nine. Kaya Swint had 19, and Maya Frazier had 13, and Gracie Byford added 12. In boys basketball, Central beat Cedartown 52-19. to 19. 19 points is all Central allowed from Cedartown. That's awesome. Pretty good defense, I think. Cam Cochran had 12 points, 3 steals. Max Young, 12 points, 9 rebounds, 2 blocks. Kavon Cochran, seven points, four rebounds, two steals. Isaiah West, seven points, four rebounds, five assists. And Jay Harding added seven, five, two, and two. Carrollton beats Campbell, 58 to 49. Hart County beats Lamar County, 76 to 58. Mount Zion falls to Christian Heritage, 88 to 59. Freeman gets a big win against Gordon Lee, 60 to 49. That's a big reason win for Freeman. Uh, yep. Temple beats Crawford County 65 to 38. Alex Banks had 24 points, 10 rebounds. Ooh. And then Villarica beats Creekside 59 to 58. In girls soccer on Friday, Villarica beats Cass 10 nil. And college softball, UW loses to Lander 2 nothing and Florida Tech 4 to 3. Well, look at you, Mr. Professional Soccer Player 10 nil. Well, I like that little. I like that. 
I like that little add-on uh, right there. And we're going to have a full region breakdown for you guys uh, tomorrow on the Morning 5 podcast with all the who's going to play who in the region tournament and everything. A lot of the teams have already wrapped up, um, but some of the teams still have one game to play tomorrow night. So we'll give you all the region rundown for uh, all the uh, all the high schools here tomorrow morning on the Morning 5. In Saturday, girls basketball, Villarica beats Tri-City 71-57. Gracie Byford had 27 points. Kaya Swint had 19. Gracie, I think, had at least six threes. I, I, maybe more. I think I lost count, but I, I think she only missed two. I think she went like six for eight or something like that. She absolutely caught fire. Uh, this game was back and forth, really nip and tuck until Gracie caught fire, and they just ran away with it. In boys basketball, Tri-Cities beats Villarica uh, 85 to 54. In college basketball, UW sweeps shorter. Boys win 85 to 57, and the girls win 71 to 58. In college softball, down there's a tournament going uh, on down in Florida that, that UW is taking part of in, in uh, softball. Uh, UW loses to Rollins four to three, and then beats Spring Hill one to nothing. In traditional wrestling, have a bunch of region champions here in traditional wrestling. Central Lions win traditional wrestling regions by 73.5 points. Good God. (laughs) (laughs) 73.5 points, Billy. You want to talk about (laughs) domination? Oh, my goodness. Good job, Cody Knight and Central Lions. I'm so proud of it. What's the mercy rule there? (laughs) There isn't one. It's so great. (laughs) 73.5. I love about wrestling. (laughs) We're losing by 50. You keep wrestling, all right? You get out there and keep wrestling. 73.5 point victory from the Central Lions to win region. Uh, the Temple Tigers win region. Of course they do. Of, of course they do. I mean, Sean Moistner has that program rolling. In his first year out there, they've won. Re- uh, I forgot. He, he listed all the accolades that they've already run, won in year one. Uh, Sean Moistner is a phenomenal wrestling coach, and he has that Temple Tigers program rolling in year one. Uh, Villarica Wild Style with uh, Sean Moistner's kind of running mate at Alexander, uh, Coach Cochran. He's out there at Villarica now. Wild Style Wrestling wins Region uh, 5A. All 14 wrestlers advance to state sectionals next weekend. So congratulations to all those Wild Style wrestlers out in Villarica. And Heard County, they qualify 11 guys to sectionals next Saturday. And Pamela Vasquez qualifies for sectionals with a first place finish this past Friday. She becomes the first girl in program history to win a girls area title. That is phenomenal. When, when any girl can be the first girl to do something at Heard County, that is sort of, you know, I, I'm not going to say the pinnacle of girls athletics, but one of the top programs in the entire state in all of girls athletics, when you can be the first girl to do something down there at Heard County, you got to be pretty dang good. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, they roll out some monsters down there. Yeah, they do. Uh, and the Carrollton Trojans are Region 2 7A champions. Congratulations to Coach Nick White out there and re- and winning region in traditional wrestling. Uh, I'm excited to see what all of these what all of these wrestlers do at sectionals and then on to state. In cheerleading, we got a cheerleading update. Heard County placed first overall in band chant and first in Division One. Double A, or excuse me, one A and two A, and were grand champions of the Lee County Invitational. So congratulations to all those girls down there in Lee County. Uh, in gymnastics, we got a gymnastics update. Bowden High Gymnastics finished second in their first competition of the season, and Central's Carson Chadwick finished second on vault, second on bars, second on beam, 
and she plays first on floor and first all around, which I know from Braylon is very, very good. Uh, I've learned that in, in my small knowledge of gymnastics, but when you finish in first all around, it means you're pretty good at gymnastics. Yep. Uh, and my, Maya Smith finished third in floor for the Central Lions gymnastics teams. Uh, and uh, UW in softball loses to St. Leo 9 to nothing on Sunday. And that is your massive amount of Marine South scoreboard updates. All right. Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar. Today we have soccer. Bowden is at Rockmark. Girls will play at 6. Boys will play at 8. Freeman faces Alexander. Girls at 7.30. And then Temple um, at Villarica. Girls at 5.30. Boys at 7.30. And that is your Smith's floor coverings. Games and events calendar. I'm going to try to get out some of that Temple Villarica game. But we, we got games of six and seven basketball tonight, and I'm going to try to see if I can catch the second half of that Temple at Villarica soccer game. That'd be uh, yeah. You need another cup of coffee this morning, man? I need a cup of coffee, so let's bring it. Let's hit it up. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. She sent out some mailers this weekend. Uh, I'm excited to see those come in the mail. She's been killing it in the house uh, selling and buying game here in the West Georgia area over the past couple of quarters. The Nets trade star guard Kyrie Irving to the Magic. Billy, will will Kyrie and Luka Doncic to the work together? To the Mavericks. Yes, Mavericks. You said Magic? I was like, oh, Maverick. I'm sorry. Ma- where, where did I get Magic Dude. from? Mavericks. Oh, no. Excuse me. <laughs> I have no, I, There's nothing on any of my screens that even have Magic. I don't know what I'm... He's going to the Ma- Mavericks, though. Dallas Mavericks. Uh, will that will that relationship work? Sure. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. Um, Luca is Luca and can probably play. He shouldn't play second fiddle, but he could probably play second fiddle to Kyrie. I I wanted I wanted no part in this. Uh, the Mavericks sent Dorian Finley Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, and an unprotected 2029 first round pick and a second round pick in 2027 and 2029 to the Nets in exchange for Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. I wouldn't have taken Kyrie Irving on a free trade. You couldn't give me Kyrie Irving. I don't want any part of that cancer. I don't want any part of that moron. There's no way in hell I'd ever want him on any team. There's no denying he is an amazing basketball player, but that guy is the biggest moron in all of professional sports, and there's no way I would want that cancer on my basketball team. I wouldn't want him for free. You couldn't give him to me. I wouldn't want him on my team, and I think Mark Cuban has just put a proverbial nail in the coffin for any type of championship hopes the Dallas Mavericks have. Kyrie Irving will be there for maybe a year or two. He will not be happy. He will do something stupid, and then he will either be cut or traded again because that is what that guy's MO is. He is uh, he's a massive prima donna. He is a moron. He thinks he's bigger than the team. He thinks he's bigger than the game. And he is the worst teammate I think you could possibly have in the NBA. All right. I, I can't stand Kyrie Irving. I hate that guy. And he is the only person in professional sports that I can honestly say I wholeheartedly hate. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Panthers reach a deal with Ajar Evero, have you have you heard of this person for the new DC? No, <laughs> I, I've 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 never heard of this person. I'll let you like try to pronounce the name. Ajaro Evero? Yeah, I have no idea. I, I don't either. He's he was been defensive coordinator around the league before. Um, I think with Arizona and the Colts and, and the Broncos, 
Uh, I've never heard of this guy, so I, I don't know. We'll see. What, we'll see what the Panthers do with him. Frank Wright adds him to the staff there in Carolina. Um, that team's going to be terrible, though. Uh, they're not going to be any good. Uh, but a D coordinator that I do know, Kevin Steele, he heads back to Alabama. Big get for uh, Nick Saban. He, you know, getting getting somebody back that he's previously coached for. Uh, that's just going to make that Alabama team just a bit more, bit more better this year. And is Alabama your favorite going into the season to win the SEC? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Well, right, right now I'd be, I'd be lying if I said anybody but Georgia would be my favorite to win the SEC. Yeah. Look, it's you got to. You gotta knock off the Kings, man. And right now, that's true. In Alabama, and they live in LA. Yeah. Uh, Packers. Aaron Rodgers wins the pro am at Pebble Beach. He played insanely well. He shot like a twenty-something under. Do you do you think Aaron Rodgers retires? I don't because I don't think he retires in the same season Brady does. I don't think he, I don't think he wants to go into the Hall of Fame the same year Brady does. And this year is going to be written as Brady's retirement year. That year would be a crazy retire like Hall of Fame class. Brady, yeah. Rodgers and JJ Watt. Wise. Why? Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't think Brady retires or excuse me, I don't think Aaron retires just because Brady retired this year. I think he wants his retirement because I love I love Aaron Rodgers, but he is very egotistical. He is a narcissist. Um you know, if, if you don't know what a narcissist is, just look at uh, look at Aaron Rodgers. He is the definition of a narcissist. Um, and I think I think he wants to retire on his own terms. I think he wants to have his own Hall of Fame induction. And it's what it is. That's, that's what Aaron's prerogative is. Um, so I think he plays another year or two just so he can have his own sort of big Hall of Fame year in his own offseason of being retired. Just my personal opinion. I might be wrong, but I, I think he waits a year or two. I think he goes down to Dallas and wins the Super Bowl with the Cowboys next year. And uh, then he retires. I I think that's what happens about Billy Billy today in 1971 American astronaut Alan Shepard is the first ever person to hit a golf ball on a movie set in Los Angeles that they passed off as the moon (laughs) Uh, Alan Shepard hits a golf ball uh, off of what the American government wants you to believe that it was the actual moon um (laughs) that'd <laughs> be a lot better if all the golf courses were on the moon <laughs> i could hit a lot further drive <laughs> it'd be a lot better a lot better than i played at cider ridge last week would not be good <laughs> you got anything else to add today man no man i'm good let's get out of here on a monday let's get out of here on monday man we got some beautiful weather coming up this week i think it's supposed to be like mid 60s all week um pretty clear i think we might get some rain later on in the week but like monday tuesday wednesday look look gorgeous get out there and support all these spring sports we got softball going on baseball we got baseball going on yeah baseball uh college baseball started we got soccer going on get out support these uh support these athletes and everything here in the west georgia area and don't forget we got regions coming up for basketball and we have sectionals coming up for traditional wrestling we will have all those updates for you on the morning five every single morning but for billy i am bryce we will see you tomorrow same time same place shake your neighbor just shake them Shake your neighbors!